0: You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. So today we are starting this series. We're going to talk about selfless love. Okay, we'll start with love, and I tried to look at the definition of the word love. Sobrang dami po ng definition yung iba. Sobrang corny. So hindi ko nagagamitin para hindi masira araw yung. I just have one definition here uh, just to give you an example it says a wildly misunderstood although highly desirable malfunction of the heart which weakens the brain causes eyes to sparkle cheeks to glow and heart to beat faster okay again can you please check the person seated next to you nag sparkle po ba yung eyes ng or nagoglow ba yung cheeks niya or lately, hindi nagpap function yung brain, most likely that person is in love. Okay? According to Facebook, uh, interesting data. I think this is just in the US. But every February, according to Facebook, 335,000 change their status from single to in a relationship. And daming tao, pag gen, pag, Feb, uh, pag February. From single, in a relationship. We just don't know what kind of relationship is that. no? At the same time, interestingly, at the same time, 339,000 people changed their status from in a relationship to single. So a lot of people are jumping into a relationship. A lot of people are giving up and quitting on their uh, current relationship. Very unstable Okay, uh, that's the state of uh, relationship right now. Uh, there's this funny love letter, and this is just really to lighten up our evening before we go into the Word. Uh, there's this funny love letter by Marie Jimmy. It said, Dearest Jimmy, no words could ever express the great unhappiness I've felt since breaking our engagement. Please say you'll take me back. No one could ever take your place in my heart, so please forgive me. I love you, I love you, I love you. Yours forever, Marie. P.S. Congratulations on winning the Lotto Jackpot Prize. Okay. Yung, some of you will get that next week. Uh, <laughs> so, there are a lot of different kinds of relationships. Now, we're calling this series Selfless. Okay? Because most of the relationships that people have today is transactional Kind of relationship, it's consumer relationship. Uh, the cinema and power plant used to be our favorite cinema. Nung wife ko po, because that's very near to where we lived during that time in Mandaluyong. And then we moved in New Manila, so uh, the cinema and Robinsons Magnolia became our favorite cinema. Then three years ago, we moved in Taguig. Okay, kung nagdatta kayo, bakit palipat limiti to si, okay. It's just really the a change of assignment. Three years ago, we moved to Tagig. So, until today, our favorite cinema na naman the one in High Street, Bonifacio High Street. Simply because that's convenient for us, very near to where we are, comfortable for us. So, uh, that's what you call consumer relationship. In a transactional or consumer relationship, your needs are more important than the relationship. So, your Happiness, your comfort, your pleasure, your, your, your plans, that's more important. So as long as that relationship is meeting your needs, then I'm okay with the relationship. But the moment I find someone else or I find a relationship that offers better deals, if this relationship is not meeting my needs anymore, I simply walk away. And that describes many of the relationships today. That's why there is nothing more common today than short-lived relationships. Disposable relationships. It's very common for people to have relationships that would last only for a few months or a year. Uh, there's, there are even relationships that lasted for only minutes or hours. So that's why this series is important. Relationships are not working. Marriage are, 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 are not working. Relationship of parents to their children, it's, it's broken. Many relationships are not working because it's selfish rather than selfless. And that's what we want to talk about. The kind of love that the Bible talks about. This selfless kind of relationship. Uh, one last thing. This is from the book Cultivating Relational Intelligence by Nina Simmons. And I'd like to... Uh, Read an excerpt from that book, which I believe is pertinent to what we talk, we're talking about. It says, The root source of our gravest challenges, both socially and envir- environmentally, is a crisis of relationship. The tear in our relational fabric is apparent in every area of our lives. Not just in romantic relationship, but in family, marriage, uh, em- employee-boss relationship, and all kinds, friendship. We've got a lot to uh, we've got a lot to learn about how to be in a relationship in a way that is not only enduring but can help us to heal our personal and societal wounds. We are all growing up with our idea of how to relate with other people. And sometimes we get those ideas from our own observations and experiences. So if you're hurt you form your wall, you form your lens about relationships, so that is, that explains why you behave a certain way why is it, Why is it that some people are more uh, more protective uh, uh, very s- slow in building a relationship and giving trust because it, it can be traced sometimes to their past, to their experiences, sometimes because of what they have watched or heard or read, so we have our own idea of. Relationship, And he said, we've got a lot to learn about how to be in a relationship. So again, that's what this series is all about. So I'd like to start, if you have your Bible with you, we're going to read from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. If we want uh, our relationships to be enriching, healthy, and lasting, we need to learn how to be in a relationship. How many of you here, you want your relationship to be, to flourish, Life giving, okay. I think we all do. We want our relationships to be life giving, something that we enjoy—not just you, but the people around you. Uh, I'm sure, single people here, you're dreaming of a marriage that would last forever. I am sure, parents here, you want a relationship with your kids that is really, uh, really enjoy enjoyable, okay, or something that you'll be grateful about. So. Let's look at the Bible says first, let's look at what the Bible says about love. Ephesians 5 verse 1 to 2, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Please join me in a short word of prayer. Lord, we commit to you this time. And uh, Lord, we're trusting that you will use uh, this time that we have, Lord, so that we will understand better what love is. How is it to be in a relationship? Lord, I pray if there's anything in our lives, Lord, in our heart, in our mind, any perspective or, or lens, the way we see relationship and people that is not aligned to you, I pray, Lord, that you will use your word to align us to your heart. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will renew our mind so that we may be transformed like what you said in your word. And that we will be able to experience your good, pleasing, and perfect will for our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Okay. Um, verse five, a uh, chapter five, verse one started with the word therefore. And every time we read our Bible and see the word therefore, we have to ask why is is that word there? For <laughs> therefore, there may and pusa. So going back to chapter four, uh, Paul talked about us as believers, how do we live our Christianity? How do we live our lives? He talked about putting our old self and putting on the new self and for us to really be Christ-like in our character and relating with people. We're exhorted to be kind-hearted, to be forgiving, to be loving, to be gentle. Now, how many of you know that's, that's not easy to do? How many of you here are praying for more gentleness? More patience. Okay. Lord, we close this service. We're okay now, Lord. Okay, patience, gentleness, these are thing, these are not really easy to do. That's why in chapter five, after all the exhortations, Paul transitioned to chapter five and said, Therefore, if we're to live that way, here's what we ought to do and we need to understand. He said, First, be imitators of God. Be imitators of God. If you're a younger person here, I'm sure you know this guy that I'm going to show you. If you're a little older, uh, may the Lord help you. Uh, Nicholas Sparks is a famous guy, uh, producer, screen, screenwriter, novelist. is very famous. In fact, 11 of his novels were made into films. A Walk to Remember, The Notebook, uh, all, all of these movies. 2015, uh, he and his wife had a divorce. Okay, naghiwalay sila na shock lahat ng followers nila. How can this guy, the most romantic guy that we know, the love guru, who've written so many books about love, how can that happen? Now here's the sentiment of one of the fans' uh, tw- Twitter post. This yung what he Nicholas Sparks getting divorced is tragic. If the master of love stories can't keep his wifey around, we are all doomed. Eh, kung siya, sobrang galing na niya sa love, nag-break pa rin, paano pa ako? We're all doomed. You know what? I agree with this guy. We're all doomed if Jesus is not in a relationship. The Bible says we are all lost. Ilan sa inyo dito, naligaw na ho kayo? You experience. Ilan sa inyo lagi po kayong naliligaw? You know the thing about getting lost is nalalaman nyo lang po na na-lost na na kayo after you've lost, you've been lost for minutes or days already. <laughs> ya two days na ano. Ay mali pala to. <laughs> Walang sense of direction. I'm sure especially with the husbands pag kinokorek ng mga asawa no, han malito. A ko to. Alam ko to. thirty minutes. Asan tayo? Get we're lost, okay? We might think we got everything covered and figured out, especially in terms of relationship. I don't want to listen. Alam ko And sometimes we think we figure it out. We're so confident, but you know what the Bible says? Without Jesus, we're lost. We might think we know what we're doing. We might think we know where we're going. We might think that we. Figured out everything already. But without Jesus in the equation, we are lost. That's why the Bible says, be imitators of God. Not your favorite celebrity. Uh, don't, don't imitate the people are, around you. No, be imitators of God. Because God is the source and standard of love. So, I would like to just highlight three, uh, th- really three things from the two verses that we read. As we talk about love. First one is the uh, is the word status. Because in verse 1 he said therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. Everyone say beloved children. Beloved means greatly loved. So hindi ka huma hindi ka mahal ni Lord no? Mahal na mahal Lord. If you're a Christian, if you've given your life to Jesus, the Bible says you're a child of God. You may not you may you may grow up without a father but in Christ, God is your father. Maybe the family dysfunctional, but you're adopted into God's family. So, I'd like to quote J.I. Packer, who is a theologian who wrote the book, Knowing God. And I like what he said, What is a Christian? The question can be answered in many ways, but the richest answer I know is that a Christian is one who has God for his father. That's the difference. You don't become a Christian just by going to a Christian church. It's very possible to go to church every Sunday and not be a Christian. Not everybody who goes to church is a Christian. Hindi po lahat at ndipo arke po na tayo ng simbahan Christiano. Actually Maraming Hindi Christiano sa simbahan every Sunday. Can you check the person seated next to you? And that's okay. Because church is not for the found, it's for the lost. We, it's for us. I mean, even with parents, we would always remind parents that's why don't just bring your kids to church. Don't bring them to church, bring them to Jesus. Kemi sa nagtata kapit? Lagi ko sinasama sa church yung mga anako, pero gulu gulu Because it's possible to bring them to church and for them not to have a relationship with Jesus. They just go to church because of you. It's not transferable, it's personal. Faith. And so we need to uh, be children of God. John chapter 1 verse 12. But to all who did receive him, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Now, if you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've acknowledged that you're a sinner. You've sinned against God. And there's no way you can pay for your sin. But thank God, God took your place. He absorbed your punishment. And He provided the payment for your sins. And you put your faith in what Christ has done for you on the cross. And when you put your faith in Christ and believe in what Christ has done for you, the Bible says you become a child of God. And that's what the Bible calls the born-again experience. When I was younger, every time I hear the word born-again, I thought it refers to a name of a religion. So anong religion religion? Catholic, Muslim, or born-again? Then when I started reading the Bible, I learned that the word born again actually came from the mouth of Jesus. It's Jesus who used that term. But when Jesus used that word, he was not talking about religion. He was talking about an experience that needs to happen. Something that needs to take place if we are to experience the life that God wants for us. God wants you and me, you and I, to have a different quality of relationship. He said He came that we may have life and have it to the full. And the only way for us to experience that different quality of relationship is for us to experience this rebirth. We need to be born again. And the moment we experience that, we experience having this new heart, we started, then we can imitate God, our Father. Now we have a relationship. Because if if you only have religion and you try to imitate God, it's not going to work. But if you start with relationship, and you start imitating God, it's going to work. You know why? Because it's very natural for children to imitate their parents. Especially if you have one-year-old, two-years-old. nga less than one-year-old. You know, one of our leaders here, sa 5 o'clock kanina, si Raymond Season, his wife took a picture of him sleeping with their few months old baby. Here's the picture. Wala pang masyadong malay, but it's very, it's very natural for young children to imitate their parents. That's how they learn how to eat. Kaya yung mga anak ng Chinese sa uh, China, diba. They learned eating noodles. Sa nila nakuha yun? Parents. That's how we learn how to eat, how to dress, how to walk, uh, how to live. Everything that we learn, it starts at our home. We imitate what we see. Our parents. You know what the Bible says: Be imitators of God, as beloved children. It starts with you. Tell the person. Say the next day. It starts with you. You want your relationship to work? It starts with you. You need to experience a change of heart. There's one one girl approached at one pastor one time. Tapos sabi Pastor, ano bang problema? Na relationship na ako. Lahat. Wasak. Hindi maganda yung ending. Parang ang, ang daming problema. Problema ko esto, problema ko itong pangalwa, yung pangatlo, pang-apat, pang-lima. Sabi ng pastor, alam mo may napansin ako. Alam mo common denominator sa lahat ng relationship? Ikaw. You want to change other people? Some people wants to change their place of work, their family. They want to change everything except themselves. But if you want to change the relationship around you, the change should start within you. It's an inside-out transformation. Many relationships are very superficial. Pag may pag may mali, external lang solution, external. But you know, if you just keep addressing the external, the issue won't be solved. You've got to go to the root, and that's your heart. Before we even try to fix other people, we have to make sure we surrendered to God already. <laughs> Start with that. That that reborn, that personal. Relationship with Jesus. Next one is the word standard. He said, walk in love. And that's the standard that, that, uh, that Paul mentioned for us. Walk in love. You know, that's the, the other way of saying walk in love is live a life of love. Live a life of love. Meaning, it's not just being loving to one person or one area of your life. Mga single, madalas ganon eh, isang taolang yung crush lang. Napaka-loving. Pag sa tao na yun, pag pinakilala sa parents, ay, mano po, nai. Grabe, ang bait. Sipag. Parang, oy ako na po yan. Lahat bubuhatin talaga, oh. Sobrang maserve, malove. Pag ibang tao, pag balting sa bahay, grabe. na naman, eh. Anak, pwede mo ba akong samahan? Pwede bang, sakit-sakit na katawan ko? Grabe, <laughs> G- just one person one area some people are very good at the workplace very loving pero pag-uwi sa bahay takot yung mga anak you know the bible says walk in love live a life of love not just one person or one area all areas of life to all people not just the ones you love not just the lovable even the unlovable you know why because that's how god loved you in romans chapter 5 Verse 8 It says, But God shows His love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we are still rebellious, sinning against God, full of sin and shame, the Bible says that Christ died for us. Love is not about emotion. Sa current natin. Love pure about feelings. You know the problem with feelings is that it comes and comes and go. Mamaya feel mo love, mama'y hindi na. Paano pag mo na feel? You just walk away. That's why relationships are short lived because it's feelings base. But you know, thank God, God's love is not like that. How many of you are grateful? God's love for you is not like that. Hindi siya yung niya lang. Ah, parang mahal ko kayo. I kaya ko. lang. <laughs> no. It, love is a verb. It's an action. It's a decision, not an emotion. It's it's action, and we're exhorted to walk in love. You want the you, you want you and the relationships you have to change. The Bible says walk in love. Not only when it's easy, not only when you're with people who love you also, but how about the people who betrayed you? How about the people who abused you? How about the people who rejected you? How about the people who wounded you? With their words, with their action, with their decision. Para, Lord, hard. But you know, the exhortation for us is, even in the midst of pain, walk in love. In the earlier service, I... Well, I showed it. Here's the picture of me and my trainer at the gym. No, no breakthrough nato Because you know, the past ten years, I would make it to the second and third week. Then after that, next year na ole. That's been the that has been the pattern for ten years. So ngayon fourth week na kami breakthrough na to. Amen. God is good. Jesus is alive. You know prayer and fasting, lagi yan, every year, Lord, maka four weeks ako. Now, itong trainer, of course, wala pang result, but, (laughs) yung trainer ko, masyadong, ano to, stricto. I like him, because he's passionate about what he's doing. Hindi lang siya yung, okay na sir, parang, matapos lang tayo. Very particular siya sa form. Kailangan tama, kahit may konti, sir, mali, mali, okay. (laughs) Kailangan very, Okay, chin up. Okay, okay? Okay, okay. Hindi pa pwedeng mali, mali. So, very passionate And then, he was telling me one time, and maybe for those of you who are going to the gym, you know this, hindi ko pa alam ano sinabi niya lang. Sabi niya, if you want to grow your muscle, if you, want to, if you want to expand the muscle, we have to keep adding heavier weights. Kasi kung yung weights mo parehas lang, bagaan, parang, eh, anong ginagawa natin dito? It's sampung taon taon dito walang bubuko. Namasal sa yon. We have to. Mahirap. Yung misa yung mga weight sa sa ang. ako. Pa, ah, try ako ba to. Pero walang choice. You want to grow? How many of you here? You want your relationship with God and other people to grow? Sometimes there's no shortcut. We have to do it the hard way. How I wish there's a shortcut. How I wish there's an easier way. But sometimes. We have to keep walking in love even if it's hard. You know why? Because in the process, sabi niya sa akin, ano, and I'm yet to prove it, he said, you know, in the process of doing that, maybe three months, four months, we'll see the results. But endure it. Keep doing it right. And we will see the result. Praise God. <laughs> the same way with us. Lord, marriage ko, mga anak ko friends, relatives, I I don't know what relationship we're praying for this year. But if we want to see growth, we need to walk in love. And last thing as we end, the last one is the source. I mean, it's difficult if you don't have source of love. What will be your motivation to keep you going? Why would I do that? Why would I love someone who hurt me the most? Why? You know why? Again, because that's what Christ has done for you and me. And we are grateful that Jesus did it for us. But we are hesitant for other people to experience it as well. Something's wrong. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 19, it says, We love because He first loved us. There's no way for us to understand and experience the love of Christ and keep it to ourselves. You, you will extend it to others. Why can you love other people? You know why? Because I experience love. I experience how the love of God changed me, transformed me, healed me. And because, of that, because I experienced that, I want to extend it to others and i'm sure i mentioned it probably in this uh in this congregation but imagine that when when i got saved we we're eight in the family it was my eldest sister got saved first then one by one ako siguro medyo middle then meron brother na kaga- was ko talaga hard to love sa bahay may time pa na nag meron knife para oh ano oh, oh ano, Tapos mama ko yung naka-referee, gulong na siya sa amin. Anong gagawin ko sa inyo? Eight. Eight kids. And then, when I became a Christian, love your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Pwede ba impierno na lang siya, Lord? <laughs> Why would I do that? Because I myself, I was shown love. And I will love because He first loved me. We can extend it. You know, there's a there's a story about a group of American prisoners. I just read this during the World War II, who were made to do hard labor in a prison camp. So they became prisoners, and every day they were gi- given each shovel. Tapos sa gabi they will surrender the shovel, and then the following day repeat the process. So one night yung nagpallineup na sila twenty sol- uh, twenty soldiers chenag nung guard pinapa surrender yung shovel when nokane nung, nung guard nineteen there's one missing shovel so he was very mad and said who did not return and they're not walang nagsasalita sabi niya okay kung walang na amen i'm going to shoot five of you dead one minute then after that, bago matapos yung one minute, 19-year-old soldier stepped forward, Ayoko siya. And then the guard took him, shot him, dead. Then after that, he went back to the other 19 soldiers and said, don't you ever follow that kid. And so, pag guard, pinikap nila yung mga shovel, tapos yung bata, binilang ulit nila, 20, mali yung bilang ng guard. So, they realize, this 19-year-old gave his life so that they will be spared. Man, one minute, ganun lang. He made the decision, okay, wala nang love life, wala nang marriage, okay, the prospect of getting out of this camp, just in one minute made that decision, gave up everything. That's how they were spared. You know when I, when I read that story, that's exactly what Jesus has done for you and me. That's exactly what He did for you and me. That's why in First John chapter three, verse 16, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. You want to know what love is? Normally, we get our information from the internet, social media, Google, YouTube, everything, everything that movies that we watch, videos, we get all information. But even with the billions of information available for us, the Bible says you will never know what love is until you encounter Jesus and experience the love He has for you you will never understand love. You will never experience real love without Jesus and without you receiving and experiencing what Christ has done for you on the cross. If there's one symbol that can best represent, accurately represent what love is, it's not the heart, it's the cross. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down His life for us. Selfless, not selfish. And that love transformed all of us. That love saved all of us. That love changed the status of our relationship. You want that kind of love to overflow in all relationship that you have? That's love. So, for us to experience love, it's not to try harder, but it's really to understand and experience greater the love of Christ for us. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph/resources/podcasts.